Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Booze and Broadway. I'm Nathan. We're 37 episodes in, and this is your third episode, and you're going to try to step on your cue. <laughs> Not on my show. Okay. Um, welcome. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get drunk. Hopefully, we strive for accuracy. I'll keep you in line. Oh, sure. Uh, welcome. Now, to turn it over to our host, co-host... Am I, am, I, yes. am I allowed to talk? Slate, please. Okay. Uh, I'm Kyle, episode 37, host co-host, 37. Co-host, yes. Co-host 37, and we're doing Chicago. Yes, we're doing Chicago. Do we need to restart? No, we're good. Okay. It's not my fault you weren't ready. Okay, so, first of all, let's all stop and say, happy birthday, Kyle! Happy birthday. Oh, that's me! Yeah, we're yeah. celebrating Kyle's birthday today, but yeah. on the day that this episode drops, it will be your actual birthday. Yeah, May 28th. So, everybody give a little happy birthday to Kyle in our comments under the picture. And we're going to tag you in the post this time. Don't. <laughs> so, uh, don't forget about the contest. There are, like, two people gunning for some free merch, so I'm very excited about it to see who actually wins. Um, and just so everyone knows, the rest of the season is planned. Um, we're going to film another episode, or record another episode this week with some mm-hmm. other hosts. Mm-hmm. We've got a host set up for next oh, yeah. week, and then we've got, like, a very high-in-demand uh, finale host. So Don't worry, it's not me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you are coming back for season three. Thanks. We know that. Yeah. Um... But your contract expires after that, so who knows what happens. Can, we, can I get fired and then rehired at a lower rate? Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Wait, how do you know that? You say that a lot. Oh, it's a My Favorite Murder thing. Oh. Um, it sounds like a Disney thing, actually. Well, you're just talking can about the Disney you, College program. Can we pay you less money? Well, that's the Disney College program. Can you not spill? I'm not. That's why I have the top on. Anyway, um, everyone <laughs> stop. Stay tuned for the rest of the season. And for seasons after this. I'm very excited. Okay, so, we're doing Chicago. I have listened to nothing but Chicago for the last week. I watched the bootleg this afternoon. I watched the movie like an hour ago. With me. Yes. Let's get to it. Here we go. So I can get rid of all this knowledge that I have in my brain. Please do. In 1987, no, um, we went to the moon. Nope. Uh, the music is by John Kander, and the lyrics are by Fred Ebb, Kander and Ebb. This is our first um, musical by them. Uh, they what? also did Cabaret. Oh. Yes. Which is Chicago, but worse. Yeah, what was my quote earlier? You said that you described Chicago as Cabaret, but interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Which is... I stand by not that. Not untrue. You're laying down. So... <laughs> Uh, it's based... Okay, so get this. I'm getting it. It's based on the 1926 play by Maureen Dallas Watkins. Mm-hmm. It's called... Okay, it's also called Chicago, which is loosely based on, like, an actual murder thing. Yes. It's, do you, what? It's actually based on a story of, like, two women murderers being taken to trial. Murderesses? Yes. Murderinos. And so... Murderina? Yes. Uh, anyway, but now, to avoid confusion, mm-hmm. when Chicago is performed, the play is now called Playball. Okay. Fos- Sorry, it's called Playball? Yes. Is there any context to why it's called Playball? I did not look it up. 
If you're looking for accuracy, go somewhere mm-hmm. else. I am a little bit. I came here to... I learn. got all this information? This is just... Did you know this? Yeah. Then you knew this. Yeah. You knew this. Yeah. No, you didn't. I did. Fuck off. <laughs> name the fact and I'll tell you if it's right or not. Okay. So... I mean, it's based in the city stop of Chicago. Reading, stop reading it's it. It's in Chicago, where Cook County. That's yes. Cook County, Chicago. Okay, stop. So, Fosse, because his wife wanted the... Excuse me. She saw the play. She wanted the play to become a musical. Fosse went to the woman, Watkins, and said, Can I have the rights to your show and t- turn it into a musical? And she said, No. And he said, Please. And she said, No. And he said, Okay. And then she died, and he went to her estate, and he said, can I turn this into a musical? And they said, yes. That's what happened. Um, Did he kill her? Redacted. I don't know what this number means. What do you mean? It it says, opened 1075 at the 46th Street Theater. So we're doing great. Hold on. Okay. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. This is what the disclaimer is for. Is it 1975? Oh my goodness. Yes. That is what it is. So you literally just changed the zero to a nine. It opened in 1975 at the 46th Street Theater, and it ran for 936 performances. Uh Okay. So they did an encore music concert with B.B. Newworth and Joel Grey. And it was super, super popular. Cool. Joel Grey is the wizard. Joel Grey is Joel Grey. I'm not explaining who Joel Grey is to you. Okay. B.B. Newworth is Morticia Adams. You know her! You have amnesia. Okay, so, what happened? What happened? Okay, so, the concert was super popular. Yeah. And they wanted to do a revival. Okay. So, the revival opened after the concert. Mm-hmm. And the concert was at the Richard Rogers, Richard Rogers Theater. Okay. Okay. It was better reviewed than the original production. Okay, so they did the concert, and they're like, we're basically just going to put the concert on Broadway. Okay. That's all we're going to do, because it was like minimal set and people. That's the current. That's Yeah, that's like, yeah, because yes. it's the currently running one from yes. 1996. Yeah, they didn't, haven't changed it. They really haven't. Correct. They don't have to, because it's... Okay, so it was reviewed so well because of the minimal set, because it's just the band and people... And, and everyone's on stage the whole time. Well, that sounds boring. It is. Let me tell you, as someone with no lines and who's on stage all the time, it is. Uh, so it was better reviewed because when the revival happened, it was after the O.J. Simpson's case, and everybody was like, "Celebrities murdering people? Absolutely." Can we get in? Do you think O.J. did it? Yes, absolutely. He, did. he murdered that woman. Oh, his wife. Yes. I think everyone knows it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. He did it. Okay. If y'all haven't seen The People vs. O.J. Simpson by Ryan Murphy, that series with uh, Sarah Paulson and Sterling K. Knight, go fucking watch it. It's so good. Gwyneth Paltrow and Darren nope. Chris and nope. Nope. Uh, 22 nope. Time Academy Award nominee Meryl Streep. Nope. You're naming other shows now. Okay. So, uh, it now exists at the Ambassador Theater. Okay. Okay, the 1996 Broadway production holds the record as the longest-running musical revival, and it is the longest-running American musical in Broadway history. Yes. It's the second-longest-running Broadway show behind Phantom of the Opera. Uh, 
Okay. The the West End revival became the longest running American musical in West End history. So good job, Chicago. Yeah, good job. All you gotta do is kill somebody and then you're famous. And have sex. Sex sells. That's literally the show is just. You didn't know that. Okay. Uh, movie. Okay. There was a 2002 movie. <sighs> I thought it was 2003. You were wrong. With Renee Zellweger, mm-hmm. Catherine Zeta Zones, mm-hmm. who won an Academy Award, uh, Richard Gere, Queen Latifah, who was also nominated for an Academy Award, John C. Riley, Christine Bransky, Tay Diggs. Why did I put a comma between his name? Um, and, okay, because the movie was so popular and it won Best Picture. And it was the uh, first musical movie to win Best Picture since Oliver in 1968. Okay. Because it was so popular and also so well done. It's a good movie. Wait, this be- this beat out Twin Towers then in 2002. Sure. Because Return of the King won Best Picture in 2003. There you go. Anyway, go on. Um, Because it was reviewed so well and because it won all these awards and got nominated and all this stuff, it basically revitalize the movie musical because after hello dolly they're like yeah we're not really gonna do this anymore because i made like seven dollars at the box office basically uh so this happened and that's why we have like hairspray the movie and that's why we're getting dear evan hansen that's why we have into the woods y'all i can't talk about it right now i'm too hurt but but you weren't cast as evan hansen that i wasn't cast as the mom uh but, (laughs) (laughs) but what i'm most excited about is that Hades Town announced that they're coming back today? I'm so excited. Do you, do you mention Hades Town every episode? There are there have been episodes where I don't. I haven't mentioned. In your heart, you mentioned it. In my heart, I have. The 1976 Tony nominations. No wins. <laughs> so, no wins. It got nominated for musical, book, score, lead actor for Jerry Ob. Or a bot, Law and Order, dun dun, and he was Lumiere, in the voice of Lumiere. Hmm. He was Billy Flynn. Hmm. He was Roxy Hart. <laughs> and so, uh, Cheetah Rivera and Gwen Verdon, uh, best direction, best choreography, scenic design by Tony Walton, costume design by Patricia. These aren't all nominations. For they are all nominations. So they won none after getting like fourteen nominations. Mama, sometimes that happens. Like, look at SpongeBob. Look at Mean Girls. Look at Frozen. These are all horrible examples. Wait, this all came out the same year. Yeah, they did. And who won the best new musical that year? The band's business. Because there was no competition. Okay, but Once on This Island came out that year. The the revival. Nathan Lane punched a goat. The revival. I know it won Best Revival. 1997 nominations. Mm-hmm. Best Featured Actor, mm-hmm. Actress for Marsha Lewis, who played Mama. And Best Costume for William Ivy Long, who was like the Broadway costumer. He did um, Beetlejuice. And he did uh, uh, Cinderella. Please don't do that. Uh, he did Cinderella. Cool. Anyway. Rodgers and Hammerstein Cinderella? Yes. With Laura Osnes, but not with Whitney Houston. Uh, what with BB Rexa? <laughs> 1997 wins. We finally have some wins. Good. B- best revival. Mm-hmm. Uh, best actor for James Naughton. Mm-hmm. Best actress for BB Newworth. She was um, 
Velma Kelly. Mm-hmm. Uh, Best Direction by Walter Bobby, Best Choreography by Anne uh, Ranking, and Best Lighting by King Billington. Ken Billington. Sorry about that. All right. We're doing it. We're killing it. Are you having a good time? Yeah. I'm enjoying this drink. Good. Enjoying my birthday. The cast. Mm-hmm. Wait, did we talk about the movie? We talked about the movie. We mentioned it. Well, that's all we're going to talk about. What else do you want to say about the movie? Okay, I will say something that really lended itself to being a movie with Chicago was the fact that they have these songs where, like, I'm telling this story of something that happened. And they were able to have these shots of, like, I'm singing on a stage, but also let me, like, also be telling this story as it happens. And it's not like an ensemble member pretending to be me in a wig while it happens. It's actually... Renee, which I will, I want to talk to whoever edited the shot out of, uh, uh, what's that song called? Honey of Mine? What's it called? Funny Honey. Funny Honey. Yeah. Where she comes out of the song and pushes Amos. Mm-hmm. I want to give that person a dollar. Like, because they weren't paid enough. They but- deserve at least one more dollar for that shot. It's so cool. Yeah, it is. And I, I, I mean... I think we've talked about this a little bit where media on stage is way different than media absorbed through movies. And I think that it's hard to criticize various works of art when they're expressed through different medium because they just have different capabilities. And that's something you can't really do as effectively on stage. And that's why something that's, you know, something that like is better suited for a movie in that case. There's there's a girl on TikTok who has this whole series about, like, shows that lend themselves to being movies mm-hmm. or a show that demands itself to be a music, like a play. Like, mm-hmm. it has to be seen in front of a person. Mm-hmm. And she was talking about this because of the Dear Evan Hansen movie. Um, but I, it's interesting that you say that, that, yes, some things transfer over better, even though it comes from being a musical I'm ready for the Legally Blonde musical movie. Hmm. Not just a pro shot. What? Have they had a pro shot of that? They do have a pro shot. It's an MTV recording. I think I actually saw that in like 2006 or something. But I don't speak MTV. And everybody in the crowd lost their mind. Okay. Okay. So, I'm just telling you. Okay. It's on. In Topeka. Okay. This is the cast. In both the original Mm -hmm. and the revival. Mm -hmm. That's all we're talking about. Because there have been 87 productions of this show. Yeah. We don't have the time. We don't. Gwen Verdon and uh, Anne Reinken yeah. played Roxy. Okay. Velma Kelly. Cheetah Rivera. She kicks. Cheetah Rivera. And B.B. Newworth. That was close. From what? Everybody said Bebe Rexa. <laughs> yes, you did. Billy Flynn was Jory Arbach. Dun dun. And James Naughton. Cool. Amos Hart. Barty Martin. And Joel Gray. The Wiz, the MC in Cabaret. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for you. you. It's just all in capital letters, so I'm like, yeah. Don't. Yes. Why are you turning the screen for Because me? I'm tired of you <laughs> reading the information and then you seem bored when I tell it to I'm you. I'm not bored. I just know everything already. Okay. Name effect. Matron Mama Morton. Yep. Mary McCarty. Mm-hmm. And Marsha Lewis. Yeah. Now, I am going to give a shout out because I have seen this show. Mm-hmm. At Tennessee Performing Arts Center, T-Pack, 
uh, Tennessee Rep did it. And my friend Jennifer Whitcomb Oliva uh, performed as Mama Morton. And there's a video, if you just type in Jennifer Whitcomb Oliva into YouTube, and then you don't even have to type Chicago after it unless you're just feeling spicy. There's a video of her singing When You're Good to Mama, and it is the best. It is so good. She's amazing. She's so good. Anyway. Anyway. We're doing a special shout out mm-hmm. to an ensemble member okay. from the revival, Donna Marie Asp. As, oh, I Asbury. Love, I love Donna Maria as Asbury. Yes. Yeah. Asbury. She's, she's great. She was in the. Guess how long she was in the show? Forty nine years. No. Thirty four. No. The, this is just what. Twenty years. She was in the show for twenty. She was years. an ensemble member. She was an ensemble member. She covered Velma and Mama. Okay. Kyle. Yes. Who would you be in the show? Who? <laughs> who would you want to be in the show? Who do I want to be? Or I mean. Uh, I mean, uh, Billy Flynn. That's who you want to be? Who do I who do I want to be? Yes, who would you be? Is the question. No rules. Who do you think I'd be? Who do I think you'd be? I would cast you as Velma. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. I think your name is Mary Sunshine. You want to be Mary Sunshine? Okay. Understandable. I, right. Understandable. I, I do actually it's, I, hold you know on, what, hold it's on. perfectly understandable. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I want to be her. I think I just want to be Christine Baranski. So I'd also but want right. to be Christine Baranski. I think if I could choose myself, I would be Velma. Who am I best suited for? Billy Flynn. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It's. Yeah. Yeah. And. Um, oh, me? Yeah. We asked. Do you mean to ask you? Yeah, I do. Nathan, who do you want to be? Who do I want to be? Velma um, Kelly. Absolutely. Oh, hands down. Oh, oh. Are we fighting again? Yeah. Uh, and who who do you think you're best suited for? Who would I be cast as in this show? I didn't say that. I said who would you be best suited for? Roxy. Who would you be cast as? Amos. Okay. See why I asked that question differently? Yes. Nathan is too hard on himself. Rachel? <laughs> so, Kyle, I have a very important, super hilarious question before uh, we do this. Is this what through. you were going to talk about? Yes, or, absolutely. You built it up so much. Oh, I, I you <laughs> okay, know. Okay, just what is it? What is it? Do you like jazz? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do. B-movie. Oh. Oh, wow, I didn't get that. I, I didn't get a reference to a movie I quote all the time. Okay. Where are we in life? It's about that time. I'm almost 30. You're almost 31 in Korean. Speaking of, have y'all seen the South Korean poster shots of the Hadestown cast? Dylan, cut this out. Y'all, it's so good. First of all, I edit these episodes now. I'm keeping it in. There's... Persephone's hot. I'm by now. Sure. Anyway. Okay. Who isn't? Um, okay, so, are you, are you ready? Yeah, what am I ready for? The Sumble Theory. Oh, right. Okay, so, we're in a jazz club. We're back to Chicago. We're in a Chicago. Yeah, we're in, eh, we're, hey, I'm in Chicago, we're in a jazz club. Hello. <laughs> we're in the, yes. Okay, we're in a jazz club. Mm-hmm. Right here. Right now. Right here. Right now. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. That, that song? Go on. I have now successfully turned this all the way away from you. It's fair. It is your podcast. 
I just want you to be entertained. We're in a jazz club. Well, we're actually in the Richard Rodgers. We're in the Ambassador Theater. I've been there. Yes, you have. You've seen the show. On Broadway. On Broadway, baby. Blackout. Wait, already? I just burped. All I did was burp. Blackout. Mm-hmm. Lights up. There's a person. Jazz. Everywhere. Okay. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, mm-hmm. you're about to see a story of murder, greed, corruption, violence, exploitation, adultery, and treachery, and all those things we hold near and dear to our heart. Thank you. Yep. Okay, we're in a jazz club. Now, I like the setup of the movie, so we're going for a little bit of the movie, a mm-hmm. little... I am rewriting the show as we stumble. Mm-hmm. These are my rewrites. <laughs> <laughs> so, this, is, this podcast has mutated several times tonight. So, it's... Okay, in the setup of the movie, we're at a jazz club that Velma is, like, waiting to be called up to. She's performing. She's vaudevillian. And they're like, where the fuck are the Kelly sisters? And she's like, I asked she first. Um, and then they go, she's coming. And it's just Velma. And they're like, where's your sister? And she's like, she's not herself tonight. And she comes up and she's by herself. And they're like, where's the sister? And she's like, put the spotlight on me. I like this setup because later in the show, she is one of the murderesses. It sets up that she was killing her sister. Spoiler alert, the show is about murder. Okay, so. Come on, babe. Why don't we paint the town? And all that jazz. All that jazz. I am also going to, in addition to, rouge my knees and pull my stockings down. (laughs) 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 I'm keeping that in. No, that's And you will be embarrassed. (laughs) I will. Start the car. (laughs) Okay, so she sings about jazz. And how amazing it is. Mm-hmm. Okay. Skadoo. And all that jazz. Hacha. Whoopee. <laughs> you know. Okay, so. Okay. It's just a noisy hall where there's a nightly brawl. That sounds better. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> We're not doing this episode anymore. <laughs> Roxy is fucking another man. Well, she's fucking a man. And then we find out she's married, and it's another man. And it's his name is Fred. And it's Velma Kelly. <laughs> Fred is having sex with Rox, and he's like, I'm going to get you to Star Town. Yeah, because I know a guy at the club. I know a guy who knows a guy. Mm-hmm. Mama, I know a guy. That doesn't mean you're going to be a star. And all that jazz. Anyway, so they're having sex. Okay. Wait, oh, there's this amazing moment. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So. <laughs> uh, okay, so. She's gonna shimmy till her garters break. And all, and all that, that jazz. jazz. Show her where to park her girdle. Or her mother's blood will curdle. Okay, wait. If she hears her baby squill for all that jazz. Okay, in the revival, mm-hmm. the Velma, when she goes... Uh, if she'd hear her baby square squill, she's on her back, her knees, her legs are straight up, and she's like isolating, flicking her ankles and feet. It's so cool. It's very Bob Fosse, mm. which is all about isolation. And she's also like snapping her fingers too. It's super cool. They do that a lot. That's Bob Fosse, Mama. Okay. Have you seen Pippin? Do you know how I feel about Pippin? I know. That's why I keep bringing it up. This to is- hurt you. <laughs> 
It's just a noisy hall where there's a nightly bra and uh then jazz. Okay. Jazz! Yeah. Okay. Oh, that was fine for you. Okay, cool. I just want to know where the line is. Okay, so Fred is leaving Roxy. And she's like, but what about the guy at the club? And he's like, there's no guy there's at the actually, club. Well, there's a gap in it. You talk about it then. Well, not in the musical. I guess in the movie it's different. Fred's leaving. Yeah, Fred's And she's leaving. like, you're not going to leave. And yeah. he's like, peace out, A-Town down. Like, I'm leaving. And she goes, no one walks out on me. And she pulls a gun out and she shoots him. Yeah. Okay. What a calm and clear, concise reaction. That's that's not calm. That's just, it's murder. Yeah. Cool motive. Still murder. Uh, okay. So she, he dies. Hotcha. Whoopie. Yeah. Okay. And Velma would like to remind everybody, mm-hmm. just casually after Roxy, in cold blood, murdered somebody that oh she's no one's wife but oh i love my life that jazz okay oh you let me sing hmm, thanks interesting <laughs> we'll edit it out okay there's <laughs> just gonna be a gap in the middle of the song <laughs> so fred admits to murdering him you mean Roxy? amos no everyone stop i got it we're at the cop's house yeah. in the apartment you mean Roxy? they were at the apartment with a cop in their apartment. How drunk are you? <laughs> I put a lot of alcohol in this drink. You watched me do it. That's why I said you did. Okay. I wrote Fred, though. Amos mm-hmm. admits to having murdered Fred Casely. Mm-hmm. Okay. We're now caught up. Yeah. Cicero. So, <laughs> so, he said Roxy didn't do nothing. And... They're like, well, I've never seen such a cheerful murderer before. And he goes, listen, a jury thanked a man last week for murdering somebody. Mm-hmm. And so we get Roxy singing a, for her first number, Miss Roxy Hart would like to sing a song of love and devotion dedicated to her husband, Amos. One minor thing, Tay Diggs' character, I don't remember who played him. In, basically, there's a narrator that goes on mm-hmm. that's, I think, important, I would say, to the show. Just contextually. Yeah. There's a, there's a little announcement. There's an MC to the club that we're in that puts on, quote unquote, this show. Yeah, I think that's a, I think that's an interesting feature that the musical does and that carries over to the movie. And I think it does it well in both yeah. productions. Tay Diggs was him in the movie. Yeah. He was not listed in the cast, so I wasn't able oh. to find out who he was. Oh. Hmm? Just ensemble person. Ensemble. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So... We need to make a t-shirt that says it in weird fonts. <laughs> so. The Nathan Brown font. Okay. Now hold on. <laughs> okay. So. Sometimes I'm right. Sometimes I'm wrong. But he doesn't care. He'll string along. He loves me so. Yep. That funny honey of mine <laughs> okay okay so sometimes she's down and but you know sometimes she's up <laughs> but he follows her around like some droopy eyed pup mm-hmm. he loves her he loves her here's the thing he loves her does he does he love the idea of her does he love caring for somebody does he not care who the person actually is he just wants some 
thing to hold his affection, and he's actually obsessed with giving it out so he cannot be with anyone that would reciprocate it, so his obsession carries over to someone that actually doesn't love him back. I need to lie down for a full hour. Like, what does he know? What does Amos actually know? What does she know about him? That's not what we're talking about. That's another thing to dissect and unpack. But, like, what does he actually know and or like about Roxy? We don't know because we don't get an insight into his character. Because it's irrelevant to... To her world. It's also irrelevant to his characterization. Like, the only song that he actually sings in the musical is how he's basically Mr. Irrelevant. Yes. I think it's a two-way street in the same way that Roxy doesn't actually care about Amos. I don't think Amos actually cares about Roxy. Because How about we just start caring about people? That's... She is an object to him in the same way that he is a stepping stone for her. What a very specific metaphor. And all that jazz. In two ways. Sorry. So, if she says, "If what if the world slandered my name, I know he'd be there to take the blame. Ma'am, we don't use people. Hurt people hurt people. They both use each other. What does he use her for? An object of his affection. As I'm saying, like she doesn't reciprocate. He wants to want someone that is, does not want him back. Okay. Okay. We we don't have the time. So, Go on. So Amos is talking to the cops, and he's like, listen, a man's got a right to protect his, his wife and his house, and listen, what if he had violated her? Do you know what I mean? Violated? Are you bored? No, I'm trying to remember what he says to that. <laughs> and he's like... I know what you mean. Yeah, and so... He's like, oh, okay, well, we'll just move Fred Casely out of the house then. And he's like, Fred Casely, that's our furniture guy. He gave us 10% off. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah. Um, and he's like, no, wait a minute. My wife came in and said that she had been burgled and almost attacked, but she knows this guy. I know this guy. And he was like, no, wait, hold on a minute. And she starts singing in her little song that she's like, Lord knows he ain't got the smarts. She starts getting mad because mm-hmm. he's fucking up her plan to get away. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, she lied to me. What I said wasn't true. She did this. He was dead when I came in. Mm-hmm. Well, that dummy, that, wait, that scummy, cummy, hmm? crummy. <laughs> this says cummy. No, this says crummy. <laughs> I'm sorry, this says crummy. I'm so sorry. Uh, okay. Scummy, crummy, dummy. Mm-hmm. Me, I'm Amos, hubby of mine. I'm gonna, no. I'm going to unalive myself later. So, we're doing great. Why are we doing this? Okay, so we... Okay, so she goes, I'm shot. Nope. She goes, I shot him. I did this. And I'd do it again. And the cop goes, great. Cool murder. Cool motive. Still murder. Still murder. Take her away, boys. And he goes, you may hang for this. And she goes, what? Pop. Pop, pop, it's cell block tango. Yeah, it's cell block tango time, everybody. I don't like this song all that much. Can I pull up a text from Nathan Brown earlier today? If you can find it, I said it might not be that bad. So we go. We, we now have the six Cook County murderers. Murder of Cook County, of Cook Row, mm-hmm. murder, 
Murder out. I give up. It's like four text messages away. Anyway. Pop. Six. Six. Squish. Oh, so you can make that joke. Yes, because I don't do it 16 times a day. How many times? <laughs> uh-uh. Cicero. Lip shits. Pop. Six. Squish. Uh-uh. Cicero. Cicero lip shits. Okay. Oh, we're not singing this one. He only had himself to blame. If you'd have been there. If you'd have seen it. I bet you you would have done the same. Okay. Now we get the... You were right. Hmm. <laughs> Stories of all the women who kill people on Murder Row. Okay. This woman comes in and says, Listen. My husband pops gum. I don't like when people pop gum. I asked him not to pop gum. He popped gum, so I popped him twice in the head. Oh. Two warning I, shots. Into his head. Which, we'll, we'll save this for later. Go on. Which murder mistress would I be? No, well, that also, but, like, which one is, like, is it murder? Yes. Okay. Okay. So, this one girl says, I met Ezekiel from Salt Lake City two years ago, mm -hmm. and he told me he was single. Yeah. And so we started having dinner. He'd have a drink. We'd have a drink. We'd all eat. We'd have dinner. I loved him. <laughs> we fell in love. Yeah, exact. those are the exact lyrics. And then I found out that single- Single, he told me? Single my ass. Not only was he married, he had oh, six no. wives. One of those Mormon Mormons. types. So one night, she poisoned him with arsenic. Some men just can't. Hold their arsenic. Now I'm standing in the kitchen, carving up some chicken for dinner, minding my own business, and mm -hmm. in storms my husband, Wilbur. In a jealous rage, you've been screwing the milkman, he says. And he just keeps screaming, you've been screwing the milkman. So he ran into my knife. He ran into my knife ten times. If you'd have been there, if you'd have seen it, I bet you, you would have done the same. Fluent German. Um... Well, because I don't speak German, so I'm just saying German. She so, doesn't... Hungarian! Yeah, I was like, I'm not... so sorry. Wow. Yeah. Hungarian. Okay, so the Hungarian... There's a Hungarian woman there. She's uh-uh. Mm -hmm. And so, the Hungarian woman comes out, and she tells a story all in Hungarian, okay? And no one can understand her. And Roxy... No, June says, yeah, but did you do it? And she goes, uh-uh. Not guilty. Okay, here's... Uh, no, actually, I'm going to come back to this. I'm going to come back to this. Okay. We get to Velma Kelly. Velma Kelly. Now, my sister and I, we did this double act. And my husband, Charlie, used to travel with us. Now, for the last number in our act, we did these 20 acrobatic trips, tricks in a row. One, two, three, four, five. Spread eagles, splits, backflips, flip-flops. One right after another. Well, we're down at this Hotel Cicero. Boozing, having a few laughs. Yes. We ran out of ice, so I go out to get some. I come back, and there's Veronica. And Charlie, doing number 17, the spread eagle. Well, I was in such a state of so shock. I had completely blacked out. I can't remember a thing. It wasn't until later when I was washing their blood off the hand. I even knew they were dead. Mona says, I love this guy. He was an artistic guy. He was sensitive, a painter. He was troubled, and he had trouble finding himself. So he'd go out looking for himself, and he found all these women and a man. He was bisexual. It's fine, everyone. Uh, so she killed him. Yeah, because he saw himself as alive. 
I saw him dead. dead. I didn't know that Irving was a guy's name for the longest time. Yeah. Are we? Are we? Also, do we take a short break to talk about how stupid I am in regards to this musical? Go for it. I so if you've seen the musical, either the stage production or the movie, it is highly sexualized. Highly sexualized, um, in virtually every way, shape, and form. Somehow, all of that went over my head completely. I, I didn't get any of the metaphors. I didn't know this was sexualized at all. I was just like, "Why aren't they wearing very many clothes?" That's weird. This these songs are fun, and it wasn't until I saw it on Broadway and I was talking to Kevin. And I was like, "That's oh, just like crazy old." It song. wasn't until I saw the woman humping someone on stage <laughs> that I even knew that it was about sex. Yeah, yeah, basically, yeah. Okay, so here's the thing that I really, really like about the orchestration okay. of Cell Block Tango. Every time one of the women tells the story, like, the, it's like, he was popping the gun, blah, blah, blah. All the women are under them going, he had it coming. Mm-hmm. He had it coming. He only had himself to blame. Maybe mm-hmm. it had been there. Yeah. It's very important. If you'd have seen it, you would have done the same. That happens for every story mm-hmm. except the Hungarian because she's not trying to convince you that they had it coming. That they had it coming. Because her story her story translates as to, like, her husband was murdered and they blamed her for it. And because nobody can understand her, they are finding her guilty. And she's not guilty because she really didn't do it. She's also the only one with a white rag and the only one with white lighting. Because she actually is innocent. She did not commit her crime. But because she speaks a foreign language, nobody can understand her. Everybody thinks she's guilty. Mm-hmm. But all the orchestration of the other women are like, yeah, we fucking did it. But we're trying to convince you that... They had it coming. They had it coming. Okay. So, now we're introduced to the warden, Mama Morton. Mm-hmm. She comes in, mm-hmm. and she says, Ask any of the chickies in my pen. They'll tell you I'm the biggest mother. Hen. I love all them, and all of them love me because the system works. The system called reciprocity. You're welcome. Okay, so she has a little motto. Mm-hmm. Always sees her through. When you're good, good to, to mama, mama. Mama's, mama's good to you. Exhibit A. When I'm like, this song is just fun. Talk to everyone. Be nice to each other. No. Okay, so she sings about how if you give a little, you get a little. Even though, because she's a person in power, so she can actually help you. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, Velma comes into Mama's office during the song. This is, happens during the song, and she's like, "Mom, I'm the I'm the crime of the year. Everybody can't stop talking about me. Oh my gosh, it's so cool. Uh, I need Billy Flynn, and Billy Flynn is going to help Velma thanks to Mama. Uh, and Mama's like, "Hey, you can go on tour, and we can get some money for you, and that's going to be great." And she's like, "Oh, awesome." Thanks so much. And so uh, we go back to Mama's song about how just fucking pay her money under the table or sexual favors and she will help you in return. $50 for a phone call. When you're good to Mama. Mama's good to you. Period. Okay, so Roxy is in jail and she's in Velma's chair. How dare she? Um... And so she asks Velma, she goes, what's your advice? And she goes, I don't know you fucking stranger. I, I'm not going to fucking help you. Uh, um, and so she talks to, Roxy talks to Mama, 
And she's like, I'm scared. Like, what are we going to do? And she goes, murder is a form of entertainment. And it's 47 years. Cook County has never hung a woman yet. And Velma goes, there's always a first. And Roxy doesn't know what to do. I don't have a lawyer. Billy Flynn is the best lawyer in Chicago, but he costs $5,000. Legitimately $5,000. Which is a lot in 1920 standards. Yes. And a lot in today's standards. Well, there's a tap dance. So Roxy goes to Amos and she goes, please help me. I'm sorry. I was sinning. I'm baby. I'm I'm baby. I'm baby. And uh, she really needs Billy. And she goes, I never stopped loving you. And she goes, it's my hour of need. And he goes, okay, damn, bitch, fine. He doesn't say that, but he says, okay. Yeah. We get all I care about is love. He wants to be abused. He doesn't feel love unless he actually is receiving abuse. Can't relate. Um <laughs> I was. <laughs> You're just staring at me, so I'm laughing. <laughs> so, um, Billy, Four. Billy gets introduced Four. by all the women. We want Billy. Billy Ooh. comes in and he goes, "I don't care about expensive things that I have, or cashmere coats, which I have, or diamond rings, which I have. I don't care about all that. All I care about is love." But doesn't he? He cares. Huh. Um. So, Amos goes to Billy, and he only has $2,000, and begs for help. And Billy says, I don't care what she did. I don't care if she jaywalked. I don't care if she returned a library book late. I don't care if she's, like, a whore. I didn't ask for all that. All those things are true. I asked. (laughs) (laughs) You you forgot the first song. We were talking about jaywalking. (laughs) (laughs) He goes, I don't care about all that. I care about $5,000. And he goes, I'll get it for you. And he goes, you know what? Fine. I said, I'd take your case and why, I'll do it. Why does Billy take your case? Because he said he would. He literally says, I said, I'd take yeah, your case and I'll, I'll keep I, my word. Well, he said, he says roughly zero truths the entire production. So that, uh, why am I supposed to believe that that is true as well? So he goes to talk to Roxy and he says. Oh, we're just disregarding what I said. Okay, yes. That's fine. And that what we do with me? So. <laughs> So he goes, we need a press conference uh, so we can sell your stuff Mm -hmm. so we can raise money to fucking pay me because that's the main thing that we need. And Mary Sunshine is coming. Mary Sunshine sings a song called A Little Bit of Good. I completely understand why it was cut from the movie. It's not a great song. Um, But it basically says, like, believe in everybody. Uh... It's a pretty short song, too. It is. Uh, And the press can never resist a reformed convict. And he goes, by the way, I've changed your life story. And also, we're claiming self-defense. So, we get a press conference. Mm -hmm. Notice how his mouth never moves. Almost. (laughs) Where'd you come from? Mississippi. Who's your parents? (laughs) And your parents. Six feet under. Very wealthy. Where are they now? Oh, six feet under. But she was granted one more start. The, the convent, convent of the, the Sacred Heart. Okay, we're having a reporter conference. A, a press conference with the reporters. The Princess Anastasia. <laughs> yes. I can't go that high. Alive or dead. Okay, so he goes. He rewrites. Why don't we the stars wait are you Zendaya yeah I'm Zac Efron and I'm Zendaya isn't that more you would you want to be Zac Efron or would you rather be Zendaya I want the pink hair 
Wait, Zendaya had pink hair in... Uh, That's what I'm saying, is yes, I want to be Zendaya. Okay, anyway, and Mary Sunshine goes, Oh my gosh, what a troubled life you have. Tell me more. And so... Who's Fred Casely? My ex-boyfriend. Why'd you shoot him? I was leaving. Are you... Was he angry? angry? Like a madman. Still, I said for it, move along. She knew that she was doing wrong. Okay, here's my favorite thing. And they go... uh, uh, They go... Did you fight him? Like a tiger. He had strength and she had none. And yet they both reached for the gun. Oh, yes, oh, yes, oh, yes, oh, yes, oh, this... They both, oh yes, they both reach for the gun, the gun, the gun, the gun. Oh yeah. yes, they both reach for the gun for the gun. I will not ever be able to do that again, ever. And I did it wrong the first time. <laughs> so everybody's like, listen, I believe you because you told me to. Incredible. So she, they go, hey, um... How are you feeling? And she goes, very frightened. And they go, are you sorry? And Roxy interrupts Billy Flynn and she goes, are you kidding? Are you kidding? No, actually, during the press conference, Roxy is actually saying all these words. It's a... Yeah, she's a puppet. Right, but like she's literally saying... She breaks character from the persona that Billy's creating. Like She's actually giving all these answers. Yes. Okay. So... And everybody's like, oh my gosh, they both reach for the gun. That's the defense we're going for. It's amazing. I can't believe it. Incredible. Oh my gosh. Stop it. Stop it. Stop. stop. Girl, stop. stop. stop okay, so Roxy says, I'm going to be famous. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be the name on everyone's lips. The name on everybody's lips is going to be Roxy. What? Did you say Yahtzee? I did say Yahtzee. Okay, so she goes, I'm from a dumb mechanic's wife, I'm going to be Roxy, who says that that's my, murder's that's my favorite line not movie. in art, and who, in case she doesn't hang, can say she started with a bang. Roxy, Foxy, Roxy, Foxy, Roxy, heart. Dun 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 dun. Okay, and she goes, you know what? I love the audience. The audience loves me, and I love the audience for loving me, and they love me for loving me, for loving them. It goes on for way too long. I really don't like that bit. And she's like, and we all love each other, and that's because we never got our love in our childhood, and that's on what? Period. Like. That's not. Okay, she's changing. That's. Sure. So, Roxy's hella popular, and Velma's is jealous of Roxy. And Velma is jealous of Roxy. Where's Daphne? Enough of you. And her press and her tour has... Oh, Rock, Velma's tour has been canceled because she isn't in the paper anymore. And Velma says, you know what? I'm going to ask Roxy to do my sister's show with me. That's what I'm going to do. Because at least I'll be back in the papers again. Well, ladies and gentlemen. In an act of desperation. Fucking Velma Kelly. The best song. What? I can't do it alone. My sister and I had an act that couldn't flop. My sister and I had an act headed straight for the top. My sister and I learned, earned a thou week at least. Oh, yeah. But my sister is now, unfortunately, deceased. And I know it's sad, of course, but a fact is still a fact. But now all that remains is the remains of a perfect double act. 
Roxy, listen. Fucking pay attention to what I'm about to do. But also imagine it with two people because it's swell with two people. First I'd, and then she dances. And then she goes, then she'd, and then she dances. It's just this whole it's, dance routine. It's a little, it's not, what? You can, you can, you can, I mean, not beyond see the desperation. You can, it's palpable. Oh yeah, she's like, look how cool this is. Isn't this cool? I can do this. We can do this. It's uh, it's awesome. Have you ever had like a three year old come up to you and be like, look at this, and then they just they like, fall. Yeah, and you're like, oh, okay. That's basically what it was. <laughs> <laughs> Great. And then she says, but I can't do, do it, it alone. alone. She'd say, what's your sister like? I'd say, man, ha ha ha. <laughs> okay, then. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. so she goes, hey, what do you think? And Roxy says, <laughs> and she goes, I know, the first part's shit, shit, but the second part, oh, the second part is so nifty. Okay. <laughs> then she, like, goes into, a, like, hardcore cardio dancing. Like. I feel like there's some flips in there. On the Broadway show there is. Yeah. Okay, okay, so she goes, and... So she does this whole dance, literally dance. And she goes, okay, after my sister and I would do this, we'd say, okay, we're going home, but here's some parting shots. And this, this we do in perfect unison. And she dances and she goes, you see it, mm-hmm. you like it, mm-hmm. you want it, mm-hmm. and I can't do it alone. But I can't do it alone. And I simply cannot do it alone. Okay, in the lyrics it says, Roxy turns her down. <laughs> okay. She parrots the same line that Velma said earlier. In I, the movie. A piece of free at Oh, 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 oh. Yes, yes. Sorry about that. Yes. Hmm. Hmm. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I just... I, I say things and I get cut off and told I'm wrong when I'm... What's the word? Right? Okay. So, Roxy hates it. And she goes, you know what? I'm a star. Single. A single star. Poor choice, Roxy. Well, okay. So, and she needs help, Mama. Not Morton. She just needs help, Mama. Like, Mama, she needs help. Okay. So, then we get Chicago after midnight. There is a new murder with an heiress who committed a triple homicide. Mm -hmm. It has washed everybody out of the papers. It is wild.com slash gov. And... Uh, Roxy comes in to talk to Billy because he has brought that murderous in. Mm-hmm. And that woman is like banana cuckoo pants. Who plays Lucy Liu plays her in the movie uh. and she's amazing. She's in the movie for literally like two minutes. Yeah. If that. Excuse me. Um, Velma comes in. Oh, okay. Roxy comes to talk to Billy and she's like, Billy, Billy. And he's like, hey, Trixie, what's up? And she's like, yeah. my name's fucking Roxy. Roxy. And Velma comes in to check in as well, and he ignores both of them. Okay, they sing this song called My Own Best Friend. And they're like, all I can trust is me. I'm the only one I could ever trust. I'm the only one that I'll ever listen to. Fuck you, fuck men. Fuck America. Not fuck America. But you know what I mean. Okay, so Roxy falls. Okay, this is the best line of the whole show. This is a Nathan line. She goes, Miss Sunshine, Mr. Flynn, and all the reporters. (laughs) And they rush over to her. And I wrote me in capital letters mm-hmm. before I saw your comment on Facebook today. Uh, 
she goes, I'm fine. I just hope the baby is going to be okay. And Velma goes, shit. <laughs> and Billy Flynn goes, protect my client. And Velma goes, and all that jazz, baby. Yeah. That's intermission. That's intermission? That's intermission. Hmm. Hmm. The Broadway revival went, it goes. It's two hours long with bows. You ready? Yeah. Act two. Act two. Go. It's the second act. Are you okay? Yeah. Okay. All right, listeners, I'm okay. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> okay, so act two starts. Yeah, it starts <laughs> as uh, acts do. With a girl named Lizzie. What's happening? Okay, so. Wrong musical, sorry. <laughs> ja- ja- uh, not Jazzy. Velma. Velma. Sings. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? I mean, can you even imagine? I can only imagine. <laughs> I can only imagine. Do you like this song? No. Okay. Okay. No. <laughs> there, we agree on multiple songs here that are not skippers. They're skippers. They're watch TikToks during. Yes. <laughs> so uh, basically, the song co- comes down to mm-hmm. Roxy has spun her spun her story to bring her back into the spotlight because of the baby. The of of baby. The, ba- the baby. Baby. Place for the baby. Uh, uh, she so they go to a doctor, yeah. and they say it's terminal. No, uh, <laughs> and, and no, they don't. And uh, Billy talks to the doctor, and he goes, "Is she pregnant?" And he goes, "Yes." And he goes, "Would you swear to that in court?" Mm-hmm. And the doctor says, "Of course I would." He goes, "Great, button your pants," because Roxy had sex with him to to say that she was pregnant. What if she really did get pregnant, but it was with the doctor? doctor. <laughs> okay, so stay tuned for more conspiracy theories. Oh my gosh! Okay, so what? then we get my baby and me, which I do not like. You don't like the song, my sweet little baby, <laughs> my little baby, baby. It's it's just so long, but it's it's so stupid. I like the it. dancing's amazing. So I should we should perform. They can't see us dance. No. Oh. We did say last night that if this episode got 200 views, we would learn Hot Honey Rag. Yeah. Absolutely we will. I did agree to that. Yeah. You, well. Okay, so, Amos hears that she is pregnant. <laughs> and she's super pregnant. And he, well, she's not super pregnant, because she just did a flip on stage. You can do that when... You can do that, you shouldn't do that. But people do it anyway. Dot com. Yeah. Why and do you so, think I'm the way I am? Could, okay. Amos says, I'm the dad. And no one cares. And so we get the worst song in the show. <laughs> Mr. Cellophane. Yeah. Which, I get it. I said a lot about it earlier tonight. Or about Amos. Yes, you did. He, you can only feel so bad for someone when they enable their own bad situations. That's true. Yeah. Pity has to run out at some point. Yes. Yes. Help. Yes. Tigers keep attacking me, the man says as he throws himself direct covered in blood into a tiger pit. Like. Yes. What if somebody is actively trying to work on themselves or get out of their situation. Name one moment in the entire show that Amos did that. I'm not saying him. Mm-hmm. I'm saying We're talking people. about Amos. Oh, okay. We're talking, don't give me that look. We're oh, talking okay. about Amos. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so, anyway. Anyway. Let's go back and listen to what Kyle actually said. I, say, I know what I said. 
<laughs> not to say it again. <laughs> um, so he basically is like, hey, if if somebody was actually like in trouble and asking for help, you'd notice. But nobody does that for me. Well, you're because also, Amos also, doesn't actually ask for help. Uh, uh, yes, that's actually what I it's a self fulfilling prophecy. Yes, because you can look right at them, look through them. Cellophane. Sorry, I'm just exhausted thinking about the song. It's, it, yeah. Okay, so Billy comes in and he says, "Did you?" Oh, I had a super gay moment just now. I'm pretty sure that Kurt sang that McGlee for his audition. It was oh, his audition. I'm sorry. Song. <laughs> and it was his, his actual audition song for the show too. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So mm-hmm. Billy comes in and points out that Amos is not the father, yeah. uh, and Amos runs down Broadway with the camera chasing him like I'm Mm-hmm. It was kind. Of, it, it, it got a. It got half a snort. Okay. I, I mildly exhale. Hmm. And he was like, "People are gonna laugh at you because mm-hmm. they know that you're not the father." Uh, and he tries to convince Amos to divorce Roxy, and he goes, "Well, she might not even notice." Okay. Then a song that I wish was in the movie but isn't. When Velma takes the stand, hmm. he meets with Velma, mm-hmm. and she goes, "Hey, I want." The, I want to do all these things at the trial because she's finally getting a meeting with Billy. They do gloss over a lot of stuff in the movie. They do. Yeah. Um, they cut out like four songs. Mm-hmm. Three, yeah. hmm. So she goes, I have all these ideas. I want to wear like a, a garter with like mm-hmm. a little diamond on it. I want to cry. I want to ask for water. I want to ask for your handkerchief. I want to seem very like um, mm-hmm. inny, dainty, yeah. delicate. A damsel, if you will. Yeah. Is that what she says? No, I just talk about myself. Are you a damsel? In distress. Who's the damsel in distress? Yes. Me? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then you just take over the podcast yeah. for the rest of the season. It's like um, three episodes. Yes. Yeah. I can do that. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm in a coma. Yeah. Leave me in it. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, so, Billy, half heartedly listens to her ideas and he's like okay sure whatever what about Roxy and she goes I'm leaving oh because Roxy comes in and she's like I hate all your ideas they're dumb Mm -hmm. and Billy's like yeah you gotta stop all this Mm -hmm. like what's going on and so Velma leaves but she demands exit music a mood (laughs) a mood yeah Okay, so okay, so Billy goes to Roxy and he goes, "Listen, I have a plan for you to be on the stand. I want you to also seem delicate, baby." I'm baby. I'm baby. I'm baby. I'm baby. I'm baby. Okay. <laughs> I'm firework. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a baby firework. Uh, so Billy wants her to knit, and he goes, "Since Amos is going to divorce you, mm-hmm. we're going to make him fall back in love with you in front of everybody. People are going to eat it up." And Roxy is upset because she's like, I'm being treated like a common criminal. And he's like, you, you are, are a common criminal. criminal. And she is. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but she considers herself a celebrity and has a heated argument with Billy. And uh, she fires him. And he goes, well, I quit. And also, just so you know, this, this is all fleeting. Mm-hmm. This will go away one day. Uh, so, oh, and he says, you'd be just as famous if they ha- hanged you. So more famous. Yeah. Well, well, they'd sell more papers. Yeah, sell more. Okay. Yeah. Um. 
Yeah, so either way, like, when this is over, it, like, it's over, you know? It's over. It's over. I'm, I'm firework. Okay, so, oh, okay. Okay. So, mm -hmm. we cut to Mama is talking to the district attorney, and she's with the Hungarian, mm -hmm. weeping. Mama is very upset. We don't really get to see the side of Mama, and we don't see this in the movie either. We see it for a moment where yeah. she's, like, walking her too. Right. But uh, the Hungarian continues to proclaim her innocence, and Mama tries to help, but she can't. Because the DA's like, this is a state issue. If she says that she's guilty, we can maybe help her. And she's like, I'm not guilty. And he's like, all right, eat skirt, bye. And he leaves. And so uh, we get this moment... And instead of the announcer in the movie announcing the rope trick, it's Mama announcing that she's doing the rope trick. But it's, like, dignified and, like, she is resigned to her fate and she's like, I'm going out on my terms. Yes, I'm going to die, but I didn't do it. Fuck all you. Mm -hmm. She does. She will. Yeah. Of unnatural causes. Her, yeah, she was hanged. That's unnatural. I just hadn't contributed anything. Like oh, okay. So it is... Oh, it was the first hanging in 47 years and her last words. Not guilty. Yes. Not guilty. Oh. <laughs> Keep it in. So, Billy comes in to check on Roxy. Oh, and she's upset because a woman has, has finally been hanged. And and this is the proper term. It, I know it yes, sounds hanged. weird to your ear. It is hanged. Oh. Fifth grade me knew what the ship of the Theseus was like. <laughs> what Swan Division got on me? An emotional hold that I can never be let go of. What is Rachel's number? How do I call her for you? <laughs> <laughs> I was supposed to see her today. Um, Amos is on the stand. Nope, nope, we're not there yet. Billy goes in to check on Roxy. Mm -hmm. And Roxy says, I'm scared, Billy. What I will do anything that you want me to do now. And he goes... This is the plan. It, oh, this is the plan. Mm -hmm. We're going to do all this stuff. And she's like, what about me? And he's like, oh, she says, it's me they want to see, not you. And she says, Billy, I'm scared. And Billy says, Mama, it's all a circus. It's all razzle-dazzle, baby. Razzle-dazzle, baby. <laughs> and so he goes, I have to sneeze. Okay. He goes, if you put on a show, and honestly, this is sometimes very true. This is the whole Spartan who screams the loudest wins the fight kind of thing. Did you know that that was a thing? What? In ancient Sparta, like, disputes were settled between, like, who screamed the loudest. Really? Mm-hmm. But they just kill each other. Well, there's that too, but, like, those were the, uh, like, dip the diplomats of Sparta. Like, okay. that's what they did. We're learning all the things from Doubt, a parable. Uh, anyway. <laughs> uh, he goes, if you put on a show and you make it a good show, it doesn't matter. You can get away with murder. Razzle dazzle. And they'll make you a star. Yeah. 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 I think I like the song. It's not bad. Yeah. I like it. I'll just definitively say it. Okay. Okay. So, Razzle dazzle. Put on a show. You'll be okay. It's okay. It's okay. Calm down. <laughs> and so... No one's died in 40s. Uh, 
Oh, that is that one girl. Well, okay. Amos, when Amos takes the sand, everybody gets up for a recess. <laughs> Who's up there? Ghost who never lies. Can you point to the murderer in this room? Don't point at me. <laughs> um. Anyway. Uh, oh, he goes, hey, Amos, how are you doing? He goes, yeah, it's Amos. You remembered my name. That's a nice moment for Amos. Yeah. I don't like him. I wish Amos died. How do I get cast as Amos if he gets to die? Anyway. Oh, I forgot to say, Ginger Rogers did a, a production of this. Not It was not this version of the show, but she played Roxy Hart. The Ginger Bent version. And a Ginger Bent version. Virgin Ginger A gingerbread version. Please. But she played Roxy, but because she was Ginger Rogers, they changed it to where Roxy really didn't do it. She was, like, mischarged. How does the show start, then? I don't know. Okay, so... She switches place to the Hungarian girl? Amos is on the stand. Billy remembers his name. Did you ever... Oh, and he goes, you divorced Roxy because she's pregnant. Yeah, pregnant and, by another man. And he goes, yeah. He goes, yeah, but did you ever ask who the father is? And mm-hmm. he goes, no, I, I didn't think of that. I just want to talk. Like... He did do the math earlier. Billy did the math. For a no. baby that isn't, doesn't exist! Yes. Go on. You believe to tell me that this man slept next to this woman and never exercised his God-given right? I did. <laughs> okay, anyway. He goes, it's you, ho. And Roxy... T- oh, okay. So Roxy Roxy takes the stand. It, that bit has just got diminished in returns on it. Uh, so Roxy's on the stand. Mm-hmm. Well, she takes all of Velma's bits. Mm-hmm. She faints. She kicks. She has the garter with the diamond. She waters. Is that your way of saying crying? No, she asked for the water. Oh. She does cry as well. (laughs) Yes. It's like there's a word for this. Uh, And so, the moment... Oh, 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 oh! Okay. So we get a flashback of that night. Played out. Of when... Roxy. Roxy killed Fred. Fred Casey. Yes. I said Fred. After I helped. I just want to talk. Okay, so... (laughs) Uh, it's a flashback Mm -hmm. and it's all it's Billy's lie of what happened of like he came in he was baby and they both reached for the gun okay but there's a moment where Roxy actually kills him and he gets shot and he's like "Mm, what you say (laughs) there is that Uh, but then there's a moment where he's like Roxy please don't but the lights change when she kills him to like white because that's what actually happened everything else was a lie before that her actually killing him was what actually happened and so there's a light change and it's like yeah this part we can't get around but if we put enough spin on everything else mm-hmm. yeah okay so uh and billy says it was in self-defense okay mama and velma are listening to the show and Velma realizes that Roxy stole all of her ideas and they sing a song called class about how people don't have class nowadays mm-hmm. and I don't care for it I don't know if it's supposed to be ironic or if the show thinks it's being clever by them singing this but it's not my favorite yeah 
so we cut to the courtroom. Billy gives a big speech. And he goes, listen. Roxy's innocent. She did what she had to do because she had to. Baby. Don't forget the baby. Pretty good self-defense. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and things are not always as they appear. Cut to, literally, in this moment, Mary Sunshine walks out and reveals she's been a man this whole time. Incredible. For no reason. Yeah, what is the, what is the purpose I don't know. of that reveal? I don't know. But I kept this... Because I didn't want to ruin this earlier. Mary Sunshine, in the original production, was played by Michael O. Howie. And in the revival, David Sabell Mills. I didn't want to ruin that earlier for anybody who didn't know. Oh. Yeah. That was reveal. Literally. Take a wig off. Yes. And he flashes the audience. Yes. He does. I've seen the show on Broadway. I know. I'm just telling you. Okay, they announce Roxy is... A murder happens outside. A woman has committed a triple homicide. I'm always the witness, never the victim. (laughs) (sighs) Rachel. And so, um, everybody leaves. By the way, she's not guilty. That's an afterthought at this point. Yeah. Who cares? And Billy was like... Oh, hey, I'm Heat Skirt. You're welcome. And she's like, everybody left. And he's like, you're alive. They were going to kill you. $5,000 reaching. Yeah, and he's like, I was only in it for the money, baby. And he goes, exit music. And he goes, all I care about is love. And he leaves. Good for him. Okay, Amos comes in to check on her. And he goes, I still love you and the baby. And she goes, there's no baby. There's no baby. There's no baby. That's from a play that... It's the play about the baby. Anyway. They turn a blanket inside out and there's no baby anymore. Anyway. Uh, Amos looks at the orchestra and goes, Exit music, please. There's no exit music. Finally, he gets a laugh in this show. And he leaves. Bye, Amos. Bye. Bye. Goodbye now. Never cared. Oh. Okay. Roxy is left alone. It's good. Isn't it? Isn't it great? (laughs) Isn't it great? Isn't it swell? Isn't it fun? Isn't it? Ah. Ah. (laughs) Nowadays. She goes, um, and they go, in 50 years or so, it's gonna change. You know? But now it's heaven. Nowadays. A dramatic uh, slam poetry <laughs> reading by Dan. I was just saying the next line. <laughs> okay. Uh, we get. Okay. So. Because Mary Sunshine was apparently a pr- pr- club promoter, because that's what he turns into. What, what else do you do when you reveal yourself to be a man as a reporter in 1915 Chicago? You become a club promoter. <laughs> uh, Velma Kelly mm-hmm. and Roxy Hart become a duo vaudeville team and capitalize on their Mer- some fame they have. Yeah, notoriety. Yeah. Uh, and Velma was acquitted off stage, but she's clearly out working. Um, and they are very successful and they perform Hot Honey Rack, which is a very long dance break. Which we will learn. Dun, 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 dun. 
Have you ever seen me try to dance? No. Well, actually, yes. When? Uh, well, try to or just like fake do it. Try to actually dance. No, I've never seen it. Yeah. Doing body rolls to Lana Del Rey does not count as dancing. Body rolls are really hard, though. <laughs> uh, did you have fun? I did. I like the part where I just complained about Amos for 20% of the episode. Well, he's a... Yeah. I get that. He enables his own self-destruction. Do you have anything to plug? I want to plug Overwatch 2, but no one knows if it's ever actually coming out. Hilarious. That's all. That wasn't supposed to be a joke. I just... I'm not even plugging this. I just want to play Overwatch 2. Me too. But you had fun? Yeah. Okay, good. They're removing symmetry, by the way. No, they're not. Yeah. Shut up. Uh, okay, so, like a person who's drunk too much in the end of every show, it's time to black out.